And now, it's time for part four of In the Moment. Speaking of just saying sorry and keeping it pushing. Mm-hmm. In this case, I'm talking about terms of pushing as far as pushing up flowers. Oh, you wasn't talking about OT? Oh. Push it, push it, push it. Go get the money. Okay. No, I'm okay. never talking about <laughs> OT, OT Genesis. Genesis. Ever. Okay, my bad. No shade to him. <laughs> I'm talking about Sega Genesis before Oh, OT. okay. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. But I'm going to be very careful here because this is not a petty thing or anything like that. This is just I'm speaking from my heart today. That's all. I don't mean it as a shot or anything like that. I promise you. But I just feel like I genuinely want to get this off my chest so that I can move on. Selective outrage, I believe, is the best thing that Chris Rock has ever done in his career. In my humble opinion. Because it motivated me as a comedian to go out and talk about not only selective outrage, but selective equality. And that's what I'm going to do tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But when you think of in terms of selective outrage, right? For over a year now, I've been trying to say something and I wasn't exactly sure how to say it or even why I felt the way that I felt. But I've been patient and waiting for the moment where I feel like I could kind of release it to where it might make sense to not only anyone who is listening or close to the situation, but even myself. And I'm going to go way more in detail about it tomorrow at the show, but I'll just say this here. There was a point of time when I said something I should not have said. Period. I'll leave it there. I wish I didn't say it. Uh, I paid for saying it. And... I take full accountability for it, and I beat myself up for it. That Kobe was better than Michael. Correct. Okay. And that uh, Drake might have been better than Jay-Z. There's a few things, right? I I said might have. I I still don't believe it. It's talking numbers and shit. Yeah, I remember that. And I knew I was wrong. At the same time, sometimes you say things out of self-defense. Same way you would throw a punch. Out of self-defense. Normally, I wouldn't swing on you, whomever you may be. <laughs> uh-huh. Because like 50 Cent said, the great 50 Cent, I don't want no problems. I really don't want any problems, mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. But if I happen to be walking down the street and somebody said they want a problem, mm. that ain't no problem. Many men. <laughs> ain't no problem. Right. And... You can't think that way in certain areas of life because you already have a disadvantage Mm -hmm. for whatever reason you have it. And while I felt like the reaction to what I said was undeserving because of the circumstances, I dealt with it because I felt like I had to. Mm -hmm. But when I really thought about what I was going through at its core, I struggled Because I couldn't for the life of me understand why there appeared to be people who felt as if making fun of a personality or character trait is anywhere near worse than making fun of somebody literally dying. I lost a lot of sleep over that. Correct me if I'm wrong, Katie, I could be. I'm always open to being wrong But I always grew up in a situation where death is literally the worst thing that could happen to you. Mm -hmm. 
What's worse than death? I mean, it is the worst. There's nothing worse than death, right? So I'm not saying that making fun of or punching down in any scenario is right. But I am saying that I think everyone has made a dark joke here or there. Mm -hmm. Literally everyone. Oh, yes. But in what world or where did we go to where making fun of or poking fun at something that someone possesses or has or character trait, personality trait, whatever it may be, is worse than making fun of someone literally dying? Shouldn't be. That's how I saw it. Right. Especially when the person who's dead don't look like you. Mm-hmm. Didn't have the experiences you've had. Mm-hmm. Didn't share the walk you've shared. Right. Especially if the punch comes after that punch. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in my simplistic, idiotic mind, I thought it was justified. Doesn't make it right. Right? Like if you're the kid in the classroom and you get caught, Normally, it's because you responded. Mm-hmm. That hasn't changed since the beginning of time. <laughs> right. I'm not here to fight that. Fine. Whatever. I'll sit in a jail cell over that. No worries. But even with that being said, I just simply couldn't put my finger on why it was pissing me off so much. Until? Last week. Mm. And I'll just say this. It's not directed towards anybody in particular. It's directed towards anybody who feels like It was justified to attack me or come at me when I spent that entire episode, whenever that was, trying my best to articulate that I did not agree with everything Kevin Samuel said. Never did. I simply don't agree with everything that anyone has ever said. If you are going to ask me to attack people who may have gone too far, well, that's everyone. We don't all agree with everyone, right? Right. But boy, I just had never seen so many people celebrate and jump on the grave of someone for just having words. He didn't physically harm anyone. Correct. I feel like there were so many people in the world who have died, who have done so much worse, and that just simply didn't see this parade of, thank God the king or the witch or the queen or however you want to put it is dead. Mm-hmm. That's all I said. I just said it was a little weird to me. Mm-hmm. I didn't say this dude was my hero, Mm-mm. my dad, Mm-mm. my friend, my brother, Mm-mm. none of that. It just felt like, damn, what is this about? And even until this day, Katie, true story, I've seen this man trend on Twitter in death probably seven or eight times. I have to. That is more than Michael Jackson and Prince and Whitney Houston combined. Mm. That's how deep whatever he did in that little bit of time really goes. Mm. I kept saying to myself, this just doesn't feel right. And I don't know how to articulate it. You know what happened, Katie? What happened? That woman that was fully responsible for Emmett Till's situation died. Mm. If you don't know the Emmett Till situation, look it up. Long story short, this woman completely lied Mm -hmm. on a black teenager. Mm -hmm. Knew she was lying. 
Correct. Didn't give a fuck. Nope. They burned him. They hung him. They beat him. They did everything you could think to do to a human being. Correct? Mm-hmm. His mother buried him in an open casket because she wanted the public to be able to see what they did to her son. A child. A child. And then she lived a full, healthy life. And you know what she did towards the end of it, Katie? No, what she do? She said, I lied and I'm sorry. So speaking of I'm sorry and then keeping it pushing. Woo. And you know how much hate I saw? None. You know how much, how many parades I saw dancing on this woman's grave? Um, Probably none. I'm a little confused here. (laughs) If it's me, it's me. But I'm. I was sitting back watching this like, what the fuck is going on? And let me be clear. I don't think anyone should have thrown a parade for her. I don't think anyone should have danced on her grave. Boosie said a few things, but when don't he? Mm. But outside of that, I didn't see her trending. I didn't see a lot of hate. I didn't see people saying that she could do this and she could do that and F her and blah, blah, blah. blah, blah, blah. I ain't do it either. She did. It changes nothing. In my humble opinion, if there was ever a time to celebrate somebody's demise, just if there was, if this was ever a cool human being thing to do, when the hell has it ever or will it ever be more fitting than that? But I guarantee you she will not trend one time. Not one Before this is all said and done. And that's all I was trying to say. You said, or will you? (laughs) But no. No, it will not. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. No. Because I needed that. Woo! I mean, it's sad, but no. I'm not... no, you right on point. That that's some shit. I just don't know where we are today. That's all I'm saying. I really don't. I sometimes I swear people, to you, I think people, it's me. No, no, no. People made it seem it. like a man who said words and they didn't appreciate his message, which I understand why everyone didn't appreciate his message. Triggered. He did not get it through correctly. No, he did not. Um, he was horrible at that. But his message was Went just too his far. message, right? Yep. He never physically hurt anyone Mm-mm. or set out to have anyone hurt versus this woman who did and lived a full life and then just said, oh, my bad. My bad. Got it wrong, y'all. And knew I had it wrong. Went about to stop it. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have did that. And every single black person for the rest of their lives has Emmett Till somewhere embedded in their mind, in their spirit, in their soul. We have to A hundred percent. We have we to. We all do. There's even a movie about this shit because it's so... Can't escape it. That's, that's... There's movies, there's songs that have the lyrics of Emmett being referenced, and that's a part of us. It's a part of us. It's a part of culture. It's a part of history. Death is final, yo. This, that's it. Death is death. Mothers are crying. Fathers are crying. Sisters, brothers, families... 
cousins. His mother cried the rest of her life. She was never the same. She never lived a complete life. She never got an opportunity Mm-mm. to do that. She Mm-mm. probably didn't get half of the experiences this woman got. But you know what? At least she said sorry. But not one. I didn't see not one parade, Mm-mm. not one tweet, not one dance, not one anything. And I'm proud of the fact that my culture handled it the way that they did. But at the same time, I feel like I would be remiss to not come in here and just point out the subtle differences Mm. in what I felt and in what I was dealing with at the time when I genuinely could not find the words, but I knew, again, I'm going to go to this spirit, soul, and heart talk, I knew something wasn't right. Come on, Anita. And I need a friend or a baker (laughs) because baked chicken is fire. (laughs) Somebody tell Patty LaBelle she ain't ever baked like Anita. Pies. I know, but it just was a. It was oh, a yeah, no, I you know. You know what I'm saying? I, know, I, know. It's, I, I don't want to smoke. Right, I don't want to right, smoke right, a right, right, I don't want to smoke right. a All right, anyway. This is In the Moment's Note of the Week. I just want to remind y'all that toxic people usually do most of the talking. I just a reminder, yo. Nah, because, yo, they be them. Yo, the toxic people be they, boy. They tell this person that, that person this, that person that, and that person this, and really never stop to think to themselves, hmm. Maybe everyone will wise up one day. Maybe karma will catch up. Maybe these people will actually form a group, like a football huddle. And then they'll all put together the stories I've told them and realize that the X is not the Y, and the Y is not the Z, and the Z is not the L. Woo! And then what happens? I'll have to run a different route. Hmm. And then they'll learn that I can't catch. Mm. They'll probably even learn that I've never played football before in my life. What? And then what will I do? Nothing. I will be a turnover on downs instead of a touch down. God is watching. <laughs> fight of the week. The fight of my life right now, and I'm sure a lot of people go through it, is the more bad things that happen to me, the more I want to give less. Oh, that's okay. What do you, what do you mean? That's a hard fight, kid. Because I think that people go through that to where you want to constantly be a good person, a loving person, a trusting person, a wise person. But the more people, man, they take advantage of you and they show you their true colors, you get to a point where you don't even want to have color in anything you do. I'm I'm struggling with that. I know, but you don't have to do with people. So this is where my people skills actually come in handy, I believe. Right? Because even the more that someone may beat me down or the more I am beat down by the world, I still know that what you give is what you're going to get. So maybe that person doesn't deserve my peacefulness or the joy or the light that I bring. Mm. But I'll give it to someone else in a different way, in a different form. Doesn't mean I'm going to shut down because this side of the world is shutting me down. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. I'm still going to put in the good somewhere else. Because I know eventually that good is what I'm going to get in return. It reciprocates. That's what you believe. Yeah. May not be today, may not be tomorrow, but it comes back. Yes. Okay. So that's not just how I see it. I'm going to fight that. Okay. I have to believe that. Yeah. I want to believe that. You should. I do believe that. That shit has to be true. It is true. Okay. Just not with whoever gives you negative energy. It's not like, oh, I'm going to keep being nice. No, fuck them. Mm. But that doesn't mean fuck them and fuck they. Mm. It means just fuck them. Mm. Because they're... The seeds you sow, mm-hmm. the growth from it through the dirt mm-hmm. may not necessarily come back in the form of what you believe or in the form of coming directly from that person who was the dirt. Mm-hmm. 
but it does come from the person who walks up and sees that flower blossom outside of that dirt. Yes. I got you. And there's other avenues. Yes. I got you. I'm with you. Okay. I'm with you. I like that. Let's leave it there. Podcast advice. I wouldn't do this more often because I know it's a lot of y'all who listen to us and would like to start a podcast or have started a podcast. So every once in a while, I want to come in here and just give y'all some advice. And I'm going to start from the very beginning. I already told y'all the last time that we did this, that when you have interviews with people, let them talk. I think we did a good job of displaying that. This is going to seem like really simple advice and maybe even stupid advice, but I promise you it's not. I get a lot of people coming up to me saying, Mo, I want to start a podcast. What do I need to know? What should I do? How do I really get it rocking? I'm going to tell you the one thing I feel like no other podcaster is really going to tell you. This shit is hard. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> like, this shit is hard. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> not enough people who want to start a podcast are told, this shit is hard. Exactly. Yes, and and I true. really do believe that's why so many people quit mm-hmm. before they can get it off the ground. Mm-hmm. Because podcasting a lot like any other profession, you will watch professionals, and I'm not even saying that I'm one. I'm just saying you will watch the top of the game and think, well, that's easy. If you watch LeBron James play basketball, you'll think, well, that can't be so hard. He's just going to the lane and dunking. How hard can that be? Swoosh. Until you're the guy who has to guard him. And his nuts are on your face. <laughs> then you realize, oh, this shit is harder than I thought. Is this what Savannah feels? <laughs> so instead of being Savannah, you'll just end up in Savannah, Georgia, <laughs> with nuts in your face trying to figure out, how did I get here? All right, Deborah Cox. Because <laughs> nobody's supposed to be here. Because podcasting is a new thing. And yes, I get it. People think you can just turn on a mic, talk some shit. Everybody swears that they're the funniest person in the world when they're in the living room with their friends and their family. And I get it. It's nothing wrong with that. But if you crack a mic and think that you are just going to talk amongst you and your friends and you about to have a top 20, top 100, top 1,000, top 100,000 podcast within the next six months because you decided to talk to people... I am just simply telling you that it's not impossible, but it's certainly not likely. It is a lot harder than that. Like, a lot harder. But if you go into it with that mindset of understanding that this is not going to be easy, Mm -hmm. and if I really want this, this is something that I am going to have to work at. Practice. Be consistent. Like, figure it out. You can do it. I'm not telling you you can't do it. I'm telling you it's not easy. Mm. There's a strategy to it. Mm -hmm. You have to figure out what best suits you, mm. what you can offer your listeners better than other people can, is three billion podcasts out here. Five of them are good. There's a reason. Mm-hmm. There's a science to it. There's a method to it. And you just have to go into that mindset of the same mindset you would go into any dream mm. or goal that you have. If you go in there thinking it's sweet and it's easy, you don't get your shit rocked. Ain't shit sweet. Facts. Mm -mm. That's my advice if you are starting a podcast. Go into it knowing that it's going to take a lot of your time, it's going to take a lot of your money, and it's going to take a hell of a lot of patience because you are not going to pop overnight. But Joey on your ass. On your ass. I want Joe to hear this. I'm on him today. (laughs) You don't want no smoke. (laughs) All right, drop and give me 60. Once again. All right. 
This time I came prepared, all right? Katie. I wore the good pants. Katie, get, no, it's, it's good a pant. Katie, get off the floor, okay? okay. Can you please? Okay. Can you sit back in your chair? Okay. All right, this is the third time we're doing this. There's no reason for you to have pulled your pants up and I, tried to get down to do push-ups. I want to work out a little bit. No, you all don't. Right. No, you don't, because I go to the gym every day after the show, and you have never once said, I'm coming with you. You're right. You always wait until you know when I'm probably out of the gym and go, hey, what you doing? And it's always as soon as I got home. <laughs> Like he was watching me. Oh, he crossed oh, he's the street. back from the gym. <laughs> hey! Where you going? <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't come in here okay. faking it. Okay. All right? I got two subjects for dropping Give Me 60, all right? All right. One is a debate. One is a world announcement that will certainly get us canceled. Oh, well. Katie, I need 60 seconds on the clock. Mm -hmm. I once heard you say that no one, Mm. and I mean no one, nobody is 100% straight. No. I would like to debate that. Okay. It's 60 seconds on the clock. Mm -hmm. Let's get it. What are you talking about? Come on now. You never heard of the Kinsey scale? No. All right, so there's a scientist who, like, a long time ago created the Kinsey scale. It was a scale of basically one to six. And he said that no one is 100% straight and no one is 100% gay. Everyone is on a spectrum, right? And that that, that means there's no matter what it is. So much so where a man can say, hey, I think this man is handsome. He's not 100% straight because he can identify when another man is handsome. And women, there's so many women who are like. You still, you see what I'm saying? Like, there's no. Go ahead. No, continue. But I'm just saying you take it all the time. Go, go. Have you ever heard me say another man was handsome? No, you try to understand, though. I have. I, mm-hmm. like Because I don't think there's anything wrong. I want to make that clear. There's nothing wrong with being gay. I don't care what percentage it is. It could be 100. It could be nothing. But you don't think nobody's 100% gay? No. Really? No. Katie, I don't think there's an ounce of gay in me. And I'm not, not saying that as if there's something wrong with it, but I I, I just, how? Not, how do you think that? It's really not, but I think it's rare. So maybe I should readjust oh. where I think it's rare. You took all the time. I'm sorry. I tried to give you 30 Yo, seconds. Yo, you took all the time. You had a good point, though, and I said it was rare. Now, you made me think that it, maybe it's just rare. But I, I, I want to be clear this, because I feel like to have this debate in today's climate that's almost a, feels so like... That's longer than 60 seconds. Yeah, I mean, because that was interesting to me, though, that you thought nobody was 100% straight, because Dennis Rodman said the same thing. Dennis Rodman said any man that, that says that he has never at least thought about or imagined an experience with another man is a liar. And I wasn't mad at him. I was just like, that's not true. So you are the only man that I've ever met who was like, I don't even know what a handsome man would look like to others. I don't have a clue. You're the only man out of all the men I've come across in my life. You're really? the only so one. So you mean other men be like, oh, yeah, Idris Elba, Michael yes. B. Jordan. Uh, yes. It's, it's Michael for me. Yes. I have okay. never, you were, so when you said that, I was like. I really can't see it. No, I know. At all. And like, I, I'm trying to see what y'all see. And I believe you. But when you said it, it caught me off guard. Because like, well, what, what is wrong with this dude? <laughs> you know? Like, I was like, You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Because I had never came across that. Interesting. Yeah, so I can't tell it, it You told be- me about jaw lines and hairlines and waiting in line for Jordans. I'm like, yo, I don't know anything about none of this you're talking about. You should survey your men. Like, I see Michael friends- B. Jordan. I see a mustache. You and just, I still remember that video when he had that dirty wife beat on on the beach doing push-ups over that girl, and it was corny as hell. That's the see? only thing I remember. I don't remember nothing. Survey your I'm dudes. That's what I'm hating. No, 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 no. I know. I know you are. <laughs> I know you are. Survey your dudes and ask them if they think that a guy is handsome or whoever they think would be. Next week. Attract- 
I'm gonna call him. Okay. I'm not gonna survey him in private. We're gonna survey okay. him right here on in the moment. We're gonna get to the bottom of this. And then I'll prove it. All right, say less. All right. All right, put 60 seconds on the clock for me because there is one man that I certainly have a male crush on at 444. Stop playing with me. Okay? <laughs> All right. And I'm not taking it back. I'm not even pausing it. You heard? Mm-hmm. Now, y'all know I'm him. There's another him, though. You ready? I'm, Does you have a male crush 60 on? seconds on the clock, All right, man. go. I ain't scared. I'm saying this right here and right now. It might be the first time that anybody has ever said it on a public platform. And I'm not afraid. If you are not a sports fan, this is not for you. If you are not a basketball fan, this is not for you. But if you are, don't go anywhere. For the rest of this 60-second announcement, I will never take this back. As we speak, the Golden State Warriors are in a playoff series with the Los Angeles Lakers. It is a battle of goats. Katie, make a goat sound right now for me, please. (laughs) Thank you. One of those goats is LeBron James. And the other goat is the goat that's better than that goat. Steph Curry is a better basketball player than LeBron. I said it. (laughs) I don't care. (laughs) Thank you. You did that, yeah. (laughs) Katie's better than him. He's better than him. Well, and to I the sports fans it. that are going to want to fight me. Yo, LeBron is him, right? Mm-hmm. This man got all of the physical power that you could ever want in life that was God's gift to him. You know the skill set Steph has had to build? Steph Curry is 6 feet, 24 pounds. He can handle <laughs> like nobody ever. He shoot crazy. He look like a video game. He's chewing his mouthpiece. He's calm as hell. He's a kid. He's skipping out there. You know, He's skipping, Katie. You know what I respect about him? What? First of all, have as many half court shots that he's turn made. around, don't even wait for it to go in. He be in the stands playing with his moms by the time the ball going. And that was a wild sentence. I didn't yeah, mean for that to yeah, come off the, the way. Yeah, No, I heard it. I'm sorry. Go ahead though. Kenzie skill. See what I'm talking about? <laughs> Fair. <laughs> but the team switch ups. Yeah. Who switched up on teams? Not Steph. And they I, came to play with him, and he won before KD. He won with KD, and he won after. Just want to put that out there. Go ahead. And I, I respect that way more than anyone who switched multiple teams. He is him. Mm-hmm. He is him. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of these Kevin Durant, LeBron fans talking. Stop talking to me. Well, first of all, Kevin, never mind. We Stop talking. He about to get swept. Stop talking to me. All right, I'm out. Y'all be good. Sometimes life is a fight. All right, we ain't got a lot of time, but I got a lot to say, so I'm going to start to do rapid fire. You ready, Katie? Yeah, we got 10 <laughs> I used to fight. You know this. Uh-huh. It's pretty damn good. I was 11 and 1 in my time. Boom, boom. You learn a lot of lessons in the ring that teach you about life. Mm-hmm. One of those lessons is you have to be extremely confident when you step into a ring with anybody. Mm-hmm. You cannot go into that ring believing that you cannot win. I believe that was Ryan Garcia's first problem. That's just me, though. You have to believe that you can always win or you've already lost. My manager used to tell me that. That's life. You're going to get rocked. No matter how good you are, Floyd got rocked. It doesn't matter. You may be undefeated, but you're going to get your shit rocked. Shane Mosley did it. Canelo did it. A few people did it. I forgot my other man's name. He used to drink piss, whatever. He used to do it too. Point is, no matter how good you are at this thing, you are going to get rocked. You have to keep fighting. You may not even be able to see. Sometime when you're in the middle of the boxing ring, you get rocked. Oof. It literally might be a whole half a round before you can see him again. It's three of them. 
Mm-hmm. You hit the one in the middle. And you do the best you can. Keep your hands up at all time. Never trust anybody. They teach you that. Protect yourself at all times. All times. Nobody's your friend. You in there on your own. It's just you. It's people in your corner, but they can't fight for you. You see what I'm doing here? Yeah, I see. Life is a lot like being in a boxing ring. Mm-hmm. When you are doing the fighting, there's nothing anybody can do. They cheer you on. Right. They ain't in there getting punched in the face. Mm. And they ain't in there swinging for their life. Mm-hmm. When you win the fight, you get to jump on the ropes and everybody come in the ring and want to hug you and kiss you and hold your, your belt up, right? Mm-hmm. And cheer for you and take pictures with you. Of course they do. That's great. But boy, from 1 to 12, Cupid don't lie. Mm. For some of y'all that ain't as quick, I say 1 to 12. And 112 make Cupid. Now, I say that to say sometime you're going to get hit in the body. Mm. You can either react to it like Ryan Garcia did. Go ahead, Katie. What Ryan Garcia said? Um, oh, my- <laughs> No, no. Or you can react to it like you got something in your tank. Mm. Like it's dog in you. And then that's what's going to make you not only a champion, but a GOAT. Mm. One more time, Katie. Give him the GOAT. <laughs> it's time for the Sicko Award. Let's see who was nasty this week. Sick award is going to anybody who has ever lied on somebody to get ahead, cheated to get ahead, stole to get ahead, was a fraud to get ahead, mm. didn't want to really play fair, play by the rules, do the right thing, be a righteous person, a stand-up person, a genuine person, an authentic person, a real person, a person with some sense, with some class, a person that appears to have grown up in a household mm. with people who introduced them to church mm-hmm. or introduced them to Jesus, mm. a person who understands that Jesus can't always take the wheel because we've never seen Jesus with a car. Mm. That's a stupid thing to say. Mm. Jesus walked on water. Mm. Why would he ever be in a Pontiac? Come Sometime on. you have to take the wheel and tell Jesus himself, I love you, I need you, I know you there, but I got this because you brought me to it. Now watch me get me through it. Goat sound, Katie. <laughs> Quote of the week is simple. I know it's dark. It gets dark for everybody. But the dark is like pressure. It either busts pipes or it make diamonds. The dark is either going to make you a vampire who don't come out in the daytime because you ain't Brian McKnight. You better than that. Mm. But as much as a lot of y'all seem to believe that blowing out somebody else's candles is going to make yours shine, Mm. I promise you it won't. Mm -mm. If your light won't flicker, Mm -hmm. it's because you are afraid Mm. to jump in the cockpit and become a pilot. Mm. All Katie heard was cocking that sentence. That's why she smiled is deeper than that. (laughs) Not true. That's not true. (laughs) Run the tape back. Because a pilot... Is the light. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all ain't never had that kind of oven. Y'all grew up fancy. I ain't talking about y'all, but some of y'all know what that pilot light is. If that pilot light ain't lit, the oven ain't about to be lit. You know what I'm talking about? That pilot light has to be lit. Learn to be a pilot. Fly your own plane. Taking the pilot down is not going to help you if you don't know how to fly the plane. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all jump in the cockpit, ain't never flew a plane, kill the pilot because you jealous. Now what? Dead. Blowing out somebody else's candles are not going to make yours shine brighter. Period. Especially if you ain't get it from Bath... What is it? 
Bath and Body Works. You get what I'm saying. Say less. There's so much more I could say and I want to say, but I feel like I've given enough this week. I want to save some for next week. Don't get it twisted by the tone of this podcast. I am happy. I am good. I am inspired. I am motivated more than I ever have been, actually. I just wanted to come in here and speak truth to some of my pain and hoping Mm. that my pain can give some of y'all some inspiration and some motivation to know that you are not in this alone. And when you come in here every week to listen and laugh with us, we are going through a lot of the same things you are going through. And I ain't going through it for nothing. I'm Mm. going through it for you. And life is the same. It don't happen to you. It happens for you. So always remember that in whatever you are going through and always remember more than anything else. Never be a sheep. Always be a goat. One more time, Katie. (laughs) Next week, bitches. (laughs) Let's call the mailman. Yo. Yo. What's good? Same shit, different day, nothing really more to say. Introduce yourself. <laughs> Yo, he's like, he's, just, he's the old uncle, right? Who there, always got a phrase. rhyme. Like, who always got a whole thing. Nick, knack, patty, whack. After a while, crocodile. <laughs> come through with a smile. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Yo, introduce yourself to the people in case they forgot who you are. Yo, this is your favorite mailman, a.k.a. cousin, a.k.a. T. Robinson. I don't want to get my full government because I might get fired after this part, depending on me, who, who may hear this. You heard? I am a federal employee. Talk to me nice. Say less. It's been a while since we've spoke to you. I want to call you more. Uh, we've been a little busy, but we back in the building. Before I tell you about how nasty Katie was to you earlier today <laughs> so that you can defend yourself... <laughs> First things first, how are you doing? How's your day going? Give us something about you out here on these streets as a mailman that we may not know as entitled consumers of what you guys do to make sure that we get all of our mail on a daily basis. Mm. Uh, So I delivered a package to some uh, older woman. Now, when you say package. Did you mean that dick? (laughs) Yes, actually. (laughs) It wasn't a parcel? Uh, (laughs) <laughs> it, was, it was a really big deal, though, actually. Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, it wasn't his dick? Yeah, it wasn't lot, your dick? Yeah. You delivering no, other dicks? Yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Wait, wait. How did you know, then, if you were delivering? Okay, so a lot of times when we get packages, like the packages, they don't come in the best of shape. So this one was very poorly taped and, you know, just very poorly put together. <laughs> Wait, it was it was it was in a dick shaped box. Guess what this is? So, this older woman, she had to be in her forties or fifties, and I'm, you know, I'm carrying this. This it's heavy. You was carrying it with two hands. Two hands. Firm grip. Firm grip. Why didn't you throw it over your shoulder? Like I had a third leg for real. Can you so, tie it in or not? Can you tie it in? Wait, wait, wait! You tried it on. <laughs> okay, I see what we're doing here. I've always oh, wanted to know. I see what we're doing here. Oh no! Oh no! Katie, right, you don't right, think right, you tried it on in the back of the truck? Maybe. Yeah, so, All right, I'm off. I'm off. I'm By the time I reached the top of the stairs, the package completely unraveled and her dick fell on the ground. How is that possible, bro? It wasn't taped? I just told you, the box was poorly taped, and it was just falling apart. How like, long? It was raining that day, so you know when it rains, and rain gets cardboard, it kind of messes up the cardboard a little bit. It pours. So you was carrying wet dick? Pretty much. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> oh my god. That made it heavier. <laughs> Clearly. Okay. Okay, so when it unraveled, right? You get to the top and it, now it, you have a big ass dick in your hands. It drops. So y'all y'all both like y'all is looking at each other as the dick hits the ground? As the balls dropped with it. Happy New Year. <laughs> and you say delivery. What happened? Wait, say that again. I'm sorry. I got my boss talking to me right now. I'm trying to get the fuck out of here. So you're standing there. Katie said the ball dropped. We said Happy New Year. <laughs> and then now no, you and her are staring at each other as the dick that you were supposed to deliver to her just fell to the ground. What happens next? So, so we just looked at each other for like, I swear what felt like two minutes straight. Her face is turning red. She's not even saying anything. So I said, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And she's saying, oh, no, no problem, sweetie. Do you want something to drink? Oh. So I'm thinking, okay, you want me to deliver this package and my package. Come on now. I'm good. It's a absolutely. two for one. No, Facts. absolutely. Yeah. She got yeah, some ice, you know, same lemonade. Day. Same mm-hmm. day delivery. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but I, but my package don't compare to the package she ordered, so I felt kind of intimidated. It's it's about so, the motion of the ocean. No, it ain't, Katie. Stop <laughs> lying to him. Yeah, I'm tired yeah, of y'all lying. Your women be that's, lost. Stop that's lying. They tell light-skinned men to feel good, but... <laughs> Um, <laughs> if, we, if we being completely honest. It's all right. What happened? You kicked it to the side and walked in? Or you no, picked I, it up? No, Miss <laughs> Loretta, <laughs> I'm ready for the rest of the tour. <laughs> the gentleman thing to do is to pick it up, right? Yeah. Right? You have to pick yeah. it up. Yeah. Oh, I got it. <laughs> Ain't no thing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Let me get that for you. No, we gotta let him tell the story. Let I hear my bad. Oh, no, I'm sorry, because they be so funny though. <laughs> like, yeah, he's a guest. Yes. He's a guest. Everybody, Treat him like a guest. everybody, relax. All right, our fault. That's on us. My bad, bro. Go ahead. All right, so I obviously declined that offer. You know, I was flattered. But she now wasn't cute. Like, wait, wait, wait. Oh, you, oh, no, you, no, 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 no. You skipping shit? I want to know if you picked the dick up. Yes, I did with a firm grip. And then you handed it to her. Yes, I did. <laughs> but it's like scissors. Like you supposed to give scissors like handle first. Katie, what's the proper way to hand a dick over? Is it like balls or tip first? It's, it's balls first. Okay, that's. Is that how you tip, gave it to her? No, tip for the no. tour. Tip first. <laughs> Tip no, no, tip no, supposed to point towards you. It shouldn't be pointed towards you. No, no, no. It's no, like it sister. shouldn't. No, no, no. no, as a man, no, it should not be pointed towards you. No, it should not be pointed towards you. Take it. Take no, it. I'm not taking Ball it. Ball season. No, no, that's a water bottle. No, no way. All right, so you gave, you gave. Here, ma'am. So he said he gave it a tip. That's a. That's what you said, right? Yes, I've been giving tips for years. Whoa. Whoa, hey, I thought yo. this was the first time you came across her. No, I thought you were delivering your mail. I thought you get the tips. Oh, anyway. In general. All right, so <laughs> you handed her um, the, Katie, what are we calling it? Because you know I don't even like the D word. I feel like we're saying it too much. What did he hand her? Give me another one. I know you got another nickname for it. Come on now. There's a lot of nicknames. I know, so give I me mean, one. Um, shit. Off, no, off the top. Come on. Off the top. Stop. Come on Stop. Now. I'm getting nervous now. He handed her to Peter. I right, so her you to... handed her to... <laughs> what the fuck? No, I handed her a big dick. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's just stop beating around the bush. It could be Peter. Come I on now, Peter Griffin. All right, you hand... All right, fine. It was tie-dye. It was a tie-dye dick. No, that <laughs> made it worse. It was, it was that... tie-dye. Wait. 
It was tie dye. Yes, it was a tie dye dick. Yes. Uh, all right. I can't call it a penis because it was too big to call a penis. Something <laughs> oh you can't God. call a penis. You have to call him a dick. A swole one. It was dick. a swole one. I don't want to play anymore. No, you on you want a different name for a dick, and now he. You, but Peter, we're gonna talk about that shit later, family girl. You know what? Oh, Peter, What? What about chicken wings? I said, you know what KFC did to those chicken wings? That's what they did to that dildo. Because I ain't made no damn sense how big that dick was. Uh, oh, steroids. I got uh, it. Was it a strap or was it one that sticks to the wall? It had a suction cup at the end of it. So oh, I'm the oh those are different. Okay. Oh, you put it in the shower or something? Yeah, and you just like, yeah, okay, we're not going to. Yeah. Nah, nah, what'd you do, Getty? <laughs> What did you do? Why you? No, because you jumped out there, boy. Hey, Katie, I would love to hear this from you. Wait, yo, yo, I didn't even, no one even asked her. Like, not one person said, what do you do with it? And boy, did she jump on the opportunity to give us a tutorial. Wait, wait. I'm all ears. Holy. The suction adds options. That's all I'm saying. All right. What kind of options? I don't know what options to educate me. You can put it wherever you want. And you be in there by yourself? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just hanging off the wall like that? And the dick go from one end of the wall to the other? Muy flexible. Oh, okay. Ah, adios mio. (laughs) No mas. Um, all right, so what happened after you handed it over? Uh, after I handed it off, you know, we just it, it kept a professional as I could. I didn't, I didn't want to embarrass her and get reported for being a pervert or anything like that or make any obscene comments toward the, to, toward the lady. So I just said my apologies for the package. You know, if you want to file any complaints, just, you know, call the post office and then we can, you know, offer you better service next time. You know, mm. she kindly thanked me, and um, I kept it professional. I just kept it moving. Proud of you. Mm. So you didn't go in for lemonade or none of that? Mm. No, no, none of that. Yo, all right, so two more <laughs> things I need before I let you go get back to your route. Um, I talked about male babies. I believe it was either last week or the week before. I just need you to tell the people if I was bullshitting or if that's true. Oh, no, that's a real thing. Mm. Like I said, this job presents a lot of temptations and you know um there are a lot of men who don't resist temptation as easily as others therefore there are a lot of men who sleep with people on their routes mm-hmm. and there are a lot of babies that are, that are created as a result and it is what it is yeah. yeah so just be aware that um male babies do exist and could be yours um you won't know my the context good my advice for every husband out there is to Find out who your mailman is. If you do not know who your mailman is, you need to find out because it might be some attractive young stud with a bigger penis and more testosterone than you. She's not. It's possible, Katie. You will not know the context of this, and we are going to play it that way, but you will hear this podcast back when it airs. But until then and until you are capable of defending yourself, I would just like you to know that when this podcast started, Katie called you um, a not-so-intelligent man... (laughs) (laughs) Yo, she, I don't even know why she went crazy on you today. 
She did say she loved you. You gotta she did listen. Say that. No, I do. But she you, went crazy. You on have you. to listen back to the context. So that's all we're gonna say. All right. You you gotta listen back to it. Justify calling me a deadbeat dad. You gotta stay tuned. You gotta stay tuned. You gotta listen to it next week, and we are gonna give you an opportunity to defend yourself live here next week, same time. But until then, you better not deliver shit in Katie's house. You hear me? I'm telling you the truth. Okay. Okay, I got you. All right. I got you. All right, All right thank Katie. you for stopping during your cool. route and tuning in with us again, bro. Any we last words cool. before we let you go? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We cool. You say any last, any last words before I go? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, is Katie, you straight yet? <laughs> <laughs> no, negative. Oh, damn. All right, I'll try and get next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fam, we love you, man. Be safe out there, you heard? All right, you too, man. Breck. Bye. Breck. This shit's so heavy yeah. I don't know if I'm ready This shit's so heavy Already This shit heavy Yeah A little bit of strain from the bullshit At least all that I'm consumed in
Maybe I should chill shit Too cold to find a woman to chill with Trying to raise my will I've been on my Uncle Phil shit Maybe I could if I could learn how to feel shit Can't find a woman I like Soon as I get to know her I know that we ain't alike When she get to pull and push Usually come to shove I've never been in love With the thought of being in love Nah Then I messed around and found that Know it when you know it You just wanna be around that Happened in the cloud Shorty made me hit the ground Splat Got me floating Don't even know where the ground at You can finally be yourself When you find a girl That see you the way That you see yourself Amazed by her beauty And all the things That she fooled with Should get her a rose Cause I've been through Some bullshit But don't know If I'll keep it steady Waited my whole life And still don't know If I'm ready Feel so right It's nothing that I can fight Got me feeling light Damn it This shit is heavy Shit is This shit's so heavy What's up, y'all? It's Key Will Voice, the official voice of In The Moment Podcast. And we want to thank you for tuning in each and every week. See you next week.